Howdy, folks. It's Matthew here with the Jio Nation podcast. I am sitting in a room with mold on the walls. There's mold on these walls and dirt on this floor and about a hundred holes in the carpet from cast aside cigarette butts. <laughs> uh, we were in a city called uh, Fu Ding, which is south of Wenzhou by uh, a little distance. Uh, Ryan and I have been riding for two days. And uh, we uh, passed our first day of riding uh, was only about 36 kilometers to a city called Rayon, very similar to Ryan. The second time we rode to uh, a city called Fuding, which is where we're at right now. Now, the cool thing about Fuding is that we rode a long way, 77 kilometers. 77 kilometers. It's the longest ride that me and Ryan have rode together. You might be asking yourself, where is Ryan? Well, I decided to start this podcast real quick to go over some of the basics, and uh, hopefully he will come in later. He is riding around trying to get his tire fixed. He has had some serious uh, bad luck with regards to the trike so far. Let me try and bring you up to speed on what's, what's went down already. Now, in our last podcast, we were in a uh, hotel interviewing a gentleman uh, at his uh, hostel um, in Xianyi in Taiwan. Uh, we uh, left Xianyi and went to an uh, area called Taichung. Taichung was a fantastic city, uh, a really, really fun place. And uh, I, uh, I, it almost didn't go off very well. Um, the first hostel that we went to was extremely dirty, extremely noisy, and a little bit homosexual. And uh, <laughs> this will definitely be something I would like to sit down and talk to Ryan about because we were in a very interesting circumstance that uh, is burned into my skull now. Uh, and uh, it will be interesting to talk about it with Ryan. Uh, anyways, I'll leave that for us. Uh, we, uh, I'm just going to give you the facts. We left uh, Taiwan uh, about three or four days ago, um, which is a week earlier than the three weeks I planned on staying in Taiwan. I really, uh, wanted to give my knee time to rest. And so I was wearing the brace. I was trying to limit my movement. Definitely no twisting. Definitely not a lot of bending, but every day, not every day, but every other day, Ryan and I would go out and we would do uh, some like calisthenic exercises, I guess, just, you know, squatting uh, at a 90 degree angle, uh, doing a lot of push ups, doing sit ups, doing these leg raises that the doctor told me to do. And uh, it felt pretty good. Uh, the clicking sound that I was hearing in my knee uh, slowly went away. Uh, I felt like I was building strength there while still resting. Um, but we were walking around a lot. We were doing a lot of things, uh, doing a lot of train trips and riding around. But I feel like uh, things were going well. So me and Ryan sat aside and said, what should we do? And I said, well, I think we can probably head back to Ningbo. We can go back a week early, give us a chance to get on the road a little earlier before uh, the winter sets in too much, and we can start heading south. So. I went back to Ningbo with Ryan, and uh, I could have gotten a doctor's appointment and an MRI, but I decided against it. Uh, we were both kind of sitting down and uh, decided that uh, we could just get on the road and just work hard at taking it easy on my leg. We had already chiseled off 20 kilos 
off of uh, the trike load on my side, and uh, we were dispersing the weight. He was going to take the trailer, and I felt like um, as long as I take it easy, listen to my body, that uh, we can get back on the road and continue. So we got to Ningbo and spent a day there, packed up our stuff, took the train back to Wenjo, where the trikes were waiting for us at my friend Brian's factory. Uh, actually, Brian's a factory worker, and he let me keep his, uh, keep the trikes and trailer in the office. We arrived to uh, Wenjo and went to our trikes and immediately started uh, unfolding them, getting them ready to go. And Ryan noticed that his idler was hanging. It was hanging loose. <laughs> Apparently, the through bolt that holds the idler on, the idler, for those of you that don't know trikes, is that thing that keeps the chain in a specific position under the seat so that it doesn't like it doesn't span that whole distance from the crank in the front to the wheel in the back and like touch a seat it kind of keeps the chain down so that we can sit in a chair that's kind of lower to the ground and, and keep our center of balance center of uh, uh, gravity down and uh, this thing just had apparently screwed off I don't know if it happened in the factory office or if it had happened on our way there probably most likely on the way there uh, when the trike is unfolded it kind of holds itself in place by the chain just kind of keeping tension there and I think when he un when he folded it up to store it it must have popped off annoying the trike's not even a week on the road and already parts are falling off and uh, I found that extremely annoying so uh, we took the trike to a uh, uh, bike shop local bike shop and uh, in in doing so, we also wanted to change a rear tire. The rear tire was a Ken DeQuest um, with a big tear in it. We noticed it later that there was actually a tear in the tire that the tube was kind of popping through like a, hemor like a hemorrhoid or something, which was not cool. And so we needed a new tire, new, new everything uh, as far as rubber goes. So I gave Ryan my two front marathons um, that are fantastic. Schwab marathon tires. Those are just amazing tires. I've never had a flat and I'm, I'm really happy with it, but the rear I did not have, I didn't have a 26. And so we went to the, uh, the bike shop, got him set up with another 26. And, uh, I wanted to get him a really fatter tire, more roadworthy tire, but, uh, the larger diameter tire did not fit the, uh, the wheel well, the fender that was on the, the Trident. So we, um, we had to kind of go with a thinner tire, but something that, uh, I guess we should have known the tire was nicknamed. Actually the brand name of the tire was a detonator from specialized. And, uh, who would name a tire detonator? I don't know. Anyways, uh, we, we got his tire kind of set up, but the guy at the store said that the rim was not quality and, and you could literally see the tire wobble womp, 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 as it spun around. And I didn't think it was that great. I, I thought that was going to be a problem. And, and lo and behold, it was because Ryan took the trailer off my back for most of the ride from Ryan to, uh, to where we are right now, uh, which is uh, Fuding. We were going up uh, probably the only largest mountain pass of the ride, and the tire popped. Ryan rode on it for quite some time because he was in first gear, and he wasn't feeling the, the, the flat as well, you know, because we were going uphill at slow anyways. And then finally he gives me a signal from behind, told me to stop, and we had to change the tire, um, patch it. And then patch it again because it was it had blown out. Ryan calls it a spider bite, 
and uh, it was blown out in a second location as well. Uh, so it was blown out in two locations, just small little pinholes, and uh, we patched them up and uh, brought them to Fuding. I took the rest of the trailer the rest of the way, which was probably the steepest part of the whole ride that day. I took it, and uh, we got made our way to Fuding. My knee on the longer ride felt really good. I left my shoes, my normal tennis shoes on, kept my bike shoes off so I wouldn't accidentally clip in because I didn't want my legs to physically attach themselves to the to the pedals with my knee the way it is because I feel like although it's better as far as riding goes, it's not better as far as torquing your leg goes because it keeps your foot in a very solid position. And I wanted freedom to adjust my foot placement uh, to whatever was comfortable. So we left my feet, uh, I left my feet un- unplugged basically from the pedals and I was able to listen to my body and I moved it slightly and I could feel like, okay, this is uh, feeling a little bit wrong. And so I moved my heels out and I, oh, okay, this, I found my sweet spot and I was able to ride pretty well. There were moments where I felt like uh, I was feeling a little bit tough, but most of the time, yeah, I, I got able, able to get into a groove and felt like no matter what I was doing, uh, I was in a zone where I wasn't putting any undue pressure on that area of my knee that was causing problems. So that was good. The Yesterday was a long day because of Ryan's blowout and a couple of stops along the way. Uh, you can go to the website and see our ride uh, on, uh, on my Facebook post, Jayo Life, J-A-Y-O-E-L-I-F-E, and see the actual ride that we took and see the stops that we took. But the day ended up lasting about nine hours and uh, was 77 kilometers, like I said. And we made our way to a really inter- interesting little city called Fooding. Nice place. No Starbucks, no McDonald's, you know, so that's a gauge of a city, you know. Uh, but it is uh, on the precipice of a very mountainous region that we're going to enter tomorrow. So um, Ryan needed to go out today and and check on his tire. So he's at the bike shop checking that out. When he gets back, we can continue this. And at least all of this kind of rudimentary trip update stuff will be out of the way. And we can talk a little bit about how me and Ryan are doing and get into a little bit more of the details of the ride. So uh, we're in fooding. We're going to come back and we're going to talk to Ryan and see how his tire adventure goes uh, he loaded up the trike itself, and he's is a kind of one of the first times he's riding on his own uh, into the city, and uh, hopefully he enjoys it. And uh, I'm sitting here with the laptop open trying to update some things. So, um, yeah, we'll talk to Ryan in a little bit. We're on. We're on. How's it going? Whew, just had a wild ride through the streets of Fuding. <laughs> so... You told told everyone about my tire issues, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we leave Wenjo with the detonator, and yesterday we have what an hour and fifteen minutes on the side of a mountain. I mean, it is stunningly beautiful on one side, and tragic uh, on the other. Tragic on the other, and and you know, I kind of prided myself like I'm great at changing tires. I, I like how it's the one thing that oh, I can. It's do. a spider bite. It's a spider bite. You know, I, I felt a little <laughs> proud of my knowledge. I'm like, Matt, this is not two punctures. This is, well, it is technically two punctures, but it is a spider bite, actually snake bite. In any case, I failed 
pretty miserably at changing that tire. The first together, time. Together. Yeah, we, it, was, oh, yeah. it was a joint <laughs> fail here. Let's, let's not get it wrong. It was here. a yeah, circus act. Yeah. So, I mean, how long did it take us? Well, we, we were stopped for an hour at least. On a slope, and it, it was a on pretty, a slope, pretty eventful hour, right? I mean, luckily it was in a quiet, beautiful, scenic mountain road, but we had some farmer who came out, and I'm like, "Wow, your place is so beautiful!" And I meant it. Yeah. I meant it. I mean, the streams, the terraces—it was the most beautiful place we could have stopped. But what did he say? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, this I'm place like, sucks. I'm like, it's Piaoliang. It's beautiful. He's like, no, nah, this place sucks. I tried to tell him that, you know, just because you live here, you see it every day. Probably yeah. the beauty begets you, you know? And then some middle-aged guy riding down on a jalopy of a bicycle stops and he hangs out for about 35 minutes, right? Yeah. And just staring at us. He kind of puts you on talking. edge. And then talking. <laughs> no, yeah. Because one of these, one of the things is that the Chinese uh, people that you meet along the road, they're so friendly and they're so interested in your trip, but they're relentless yeah. with the questions. And they don't take no for an answer. They don't take I don't understand for an answer. They're not going to stop. And they want to hear specific facts. <laughs> How much is a bike? Where did you, where are you from? Mm. Where are you from? Where are you from? It's, and and it, the way Matt's, do you speak English? The way Matt's speaking, that's exactly how they speak. It's <laughs> yeah. very direct, direct, right in your face. And they don't mean it. It's just a cultural thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to keep your cool in those situations. You know what's funny? Uh, if we would have stopped a half hour later and had the blowout, mm. we wouldn't have even seen all the beauty. I mean, li we literally that hour was between daylight and no light, right? I mean, by the time we fixed it, it was black. It was, uh, it was, if we were to have a blowout that day, it was the perfect timing. I, I yeah, 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 yeah. It was the least amount of crowd. It was the most beautiful scenery. And yeah. luckily we literally got it on just in the nick of time. Well, you know, it was funny and I don't want to, <laughs> we both made the same mistake, but like we, we had a patch kit and we patched it the first time oh, God. and Ryan it, my fault. We had I bought a patch kit from REI that I thought was a tire patch kit, but it turned out I think to be like a Zodiac patch kit, you know, like it, something it, for like water clothing or it something. Has no instructions whatsoever. And it wasn't made it for tires. tires. It I wasn't have, made for it's tires. It's got a little paintbrush on it, so I don't know what that's for. <laughs> I think it was not made. Oh, I think it was for waterproof glue. clothing or something. So we ended up getting the other patch kit and. We blew up the tire and it instantly started hissing. Aye, aye, aye. And we're like, what is wrong? And then we both kind of like look at it and Ryan's like, did I put this thing on backwards? Uh, <laughs> the patch was flipped over. Well, I had put the glue on and I was so worried I wasn't going to get the patch on in time. <gasps> yeah, like, that too. I was like, I'm not even going to look at the instructions on this one. I'm literally just going to pull it off and put it on as fast as possible. We're such amateurs. I put it the wrong way. We are the worst. <laughs> but, you know, this is all learning, learning experience, right? The next I, batch we do, booyah. I feel like I'm learning slowly, very slowly. Um, I think buying a tire that's called the detonator is probably not the best yeah, idea. Yeah, ill-conceived. Of course, when you're riding around with a 26-inch tire, you have very, very few options. And here's the thing. When you buy a Trident, 
transport, you have the option of having the rear tire as a 20 inch or a 26 inch. And I didn't know much about recumbents. I didn't know much about bicycle touring. My friend, Matt is the most knowledgeable guy. So of course I ask you, my friend, I say, what, what is your preference? What do you think? And, and which, which wheel is common is the 26 inch common. And Matt's like the 26 inch is the most common tire around the world. Yeah. Support me guys. Let me tell you, let me tell you, it's not common in China. I mean, I don't know if it's the 26 part or if it's the one in the width part. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, dude, it is tough finding a replacement. I just went to six different locations in Fuding and I couldn't find one tire. Not one. So we're back to square one? You know what I did get, though? So I went to uh, the second shop Uh. and he didn't have anything. And then I was like, you know what, dude? You got a patch kit. I didn't say dude, and I didn't say patch kit. I said, Neo Mayo, which means do you have? And then I pointed to the tire, <laughs> detonate. And he understood what I what I wanted. And he gave me this. And okay. when I tried the to, same as mine. When I tried to buy it, he didn't have change and he gave it to me for free. Oh, In sure. exchange for a free ride around the neighborhood. And he rode it around and geez, Louise, you should have seen the face on this guy. It was all scowls before, but he like he lit up like a Christmas tree. It was the most fun ride he's ever been on. Wow. And for me, actually, I wanted to tell you, today was the most fun fun run. I fun ride. I was I've saying been that. On. I was saying that. I didn't have any luggage. I had yeah. no nothing to weigh me down. Just fun. It was so free. And it made me think, I want to throw my bags off, you know. Oh, geez. All we need is an iPhone and a credit card. Right? <laughs> I do. It was the most. I like just zooming around so free. Yeah, so yeah. Easy. That, well, that's where the twenty six really will 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 uh, come into play. Mm. Like when you're no weight and you're just riding, you'll get the fastest ride out of that twenty six yeah. inch rear. If you want to send the bags back and let God. me trailer it, I was gonna say because you don't give me none of your weight. We gotta send the trailer, the bags. Just go raw dog. <laughs> that's how mad it. No, I'm joking. You're a fighter joking, jet, joking. and I'm a, I'm a semi. You're an aircraft carrier <laughs> with drones taking off in the back. Yeah, with yeah. half batteries. <laughs> okay, so you have a same detonator tire, no tubes, no new tubes. We have one 26 inch tube. We have with one two patches on it already. With two patches, a slow leak, and we have a new <sighs> patch kit, and we're heading to mountainous terrain. So this is a. Uh, this is an interesting point for us. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I might ride rim. I might oh, be riding yeah, rim yeah, for yeah. a while. I honestly don't think we're going to hit a major city uh, in the next for couple of days. I think that we got, a, I think pretty much all the way to Fujian, mm-hmm. right? Not Fujian. We're in, I, I didn't mention that. We yeah. are in Fujian province. Oh, hey. Yeah, we're in Fujian. Yesterday we crossed, uh, I, I saw a sign in the dead of night. A, a car was driving past this sign and the, and the light glared off it and it said, welcome to Zhejiang for people leaving, mm-hmm. Le- you know, going the opposite direction. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm leaving Zhejiang because that's a welcome sign on the other side of the road. And I checked the map. We're in Fujian. How does it feel to be out of Zhejiang? I've been there once before. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So only I saw a welcome to Anhui sign. And now yeah. we're seeing the welcome to Fujian is a province I've never been to. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's cool. You notice people are a little different. They're a little shorter. A little shorter. I'm a little bit more it gets gigantic. It's a little shorter the further south you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a nice ego boost. You feel taller. Yeah. Everywhere you go. Scary. I'm scary. Yeah, you're scary. <laughs> I'm scary. People find Matt scary. Yeah, yeah. It's we better were, than the alternative. We've uh, <laughs> not only uh, Asian people, but also white people as well. Mm. 
um, so we've done hosteling. Yeah. Let, let's go back. So we, okay, we okay, just, okay. we just came from Taiwan yep, yep. and in Taiwan, it was kind of your first experience doing hostels. Is that right? It was my first experience doing hostels, like hostel to hostel, mm. like jumping around. We did a lot of different ones. I mean, we got the gauntlet of, we of did, hostels. we did, we did some ones that are just spot clean. They're perfect. The Wi-Fi is <sighs> flawless. And then I asked you to book one in Taichung. I didn't ask you. You just yeah, took yeah. the reins on that. Yeah, you had been booking them all, a lot. And a very so. interesting name. The name was Unicorn, The Unicorn. And I thought, I'm not going to Google this. I'm just going to, I'm going to trust Matt. I'm going to go with the flow on this one. I looked at the reviews and 90 some percent reviews were positive. So I didn't know who was leaving those reviews, but I, I thought Unicorn meant special. I eventually, I had to Google it actually to find it on the map. And there were two reviews. And the first <laughs> review was infinite mosquito swarms, which was true. There, there were yeah, quite yeah, a lot of mosquitoes. I, I have to there. give that credibility. One what was the other? I didn't mention though, was the, the extreme. Actually, I do have to say that this about the unicorn, there was a lot of character. The staff was very friendly. Uh, uh, very friendly. But you know, the thing with hostels is you never know who you're going to room with. So you yeah. could have the most beautiful Swedish girls. You could have, troglodytes you could have friendly people you could have unfriendly people you could have everything the whole gamut and that's there. a good thing i mean that's you know it gives you a spice it's you know it's, it's like a grab bag but this grab bag was grabbing our bags oh my, literally <laughs> literally did did you not sleep with the bag wrapped around oh my, your torso i literally when i went to bed we things had escalated to a point where i was like you know what because I had stacked all my stuff on the bed next to me, which was vacant, just like kind of spread my stuff out. So I had more space to sleep. And then by the end of the night, I had grabbed everything off the spare bed and literally tied my leg around it so that if somebody decided to steal it, which I, 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 I didn't know what they were capable of by the end of the night. It was such a shady environment. And this is coming from another hostel where we left things out freely. You yeah. know, we knew our roommates. We had... Nice, no, yeah. no bad vibes whatsoever. And all of a sudden, we were in this dark kind of bed. But I, I gotta imagine that there was a lot of bed bugs in there. Uh no, there couldn't have been because I don't have, have I don't have bites. That's because if there are bed bugs, I am going to get you tore are up. A I am a magnet for, for bugs bed. of all kinds. <laughs> yeah. And I seem to be a magnet for another kind of bug. <gasps> well, we <laughs> I mean, I and I don't and and you know what? I don't want to call it a bug, but uh, I you know we had a long day. We traveled across the country. Yeah. We took a lot of different transportation. Trains. We walked around the city. I, I think I went for an exercise. I, I was full on tired. I came back after a full day. It was about 9.30 p.m. Mm. And I said, you know what? Tonight, I'm going to have a movie night. Chill. A solo movie night. I put on a movie from 1946. It was, it was an old black and white. And I just hunkered down on my top bunk. And this guy, a Taiwanese guy from Taipei, I mean, he just would not leave me alone. He yeah, just, I, I, I'm sitting on the bed. I'm, I'm literally, uh, there's how many bunk beds? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Six. And I'm, uh, it's like a C shape. And I'm, I'm across from Ryan's bed across the room. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm working on my computer, trying to do stuff on the website. And I look over and I see this guy standing up against Ryan. Ryan's on the top bunk, but against the bed. I mean, he's as close as you can be standing to Ryan without jumping in his bed. You know what? He came up at first and he was all drunk, you know, and he's like, oh, you just like computer. Why you only computer? Da, 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 da. And he was kind of aggressive, actually. And I was 
You he know, made me uncomfortable from afar. I was trying to give him the hint that I wasn't interested in engaging in this aggressiveness. And uh, finally, you know, I was like, dude, I'm watching a movie. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, you like old movies? I'm like, I, I like all kinds of movies. You know, he just would not leave me alone. He was badgering me. Finally, he just kind of put his face, kind of rested it softly on, on, aye, on, aye, the, aye. on near right next to my computer and just watch the movie with me with like <laughs> glazed over eyes. And then he's looking over at me and he's looking back at the movie, looking over at me, looking back at the movie. And then all of a sudden his right arm brushes across my stomach and he tries to pull my shirt up. And I go, Oh, Hey, no, that is not cool. And I, I push him away. <laughs> hey, yo. And, and I thought, what, what's going on here? Did this yeah, guy what? just make a, He made a move. He <laughs> fucking tried to make a move on me. Here, here I'm thinking he's like a huge dick. And then I find out he's... He's in love. Sometimes, he's just you in know, love. attraction turns into some aggressiveness. I, it was very, very strange. I mean, I heard that. I heard, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then all of a sudden he leaves... And like kind of a, he stumbles out. Oh, dude. He was gone. He was fairly drunk. He was fairly drunk. He was an asshole before he was drunk. He was an asshole after. Well, he went down and joined the party that would apparently was going on downstairs, which lasted until about four o'clock in the morning. Mm, 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 I mean, mm. screaming. And, and at one point in time, I was making motorcycle sounds. And I, I walked down at one point and I was going to use the restroom. And just as I'm about to enter the restroom, I get grabbed by a, a short French guy. And he's like, oh, no, no. And I was like, oh, dude, go ahead. Use the restroom, man. I mean, no worries. I was just going to brush my yeah. teeth. And he looks at me and he's drunk. He's, <laughs> he's drunker than the Taiwanese guys. And he just looks at me in the face. He goes, hey, man. You got some special energy. You, you must have fucked a lot of girls, huh? And I'm like, oh no, not another one. It was it was an odd encounter. Yeah, just two. Just I mean, really, even like even the guy that was uh, that was the host. Yeah, I felt everybody there had a weird weird energy. I mean, everybody there was casting off some strange energy. You did book the unicorn. They were special. It was. A they special were special. Hostile. And then we're up. Back in the room. This yeah. is well past midnight. I've <laughs> finally finished my three-hour movie. And uh, the Taiwanese guy goes to bed yeah. below me. The French guy, he comes up to the room. And what happened? Well, uh, this was late. This was like 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Late. And uh, I wake up to, to this sound on the door. And I'm like... I, I knew it right away. I don't know if you were listening. Like you, you seemed like you were just blocking it out. Everyone heard. You were it. blocking it out. Okay. You were blocking it out. I, I was, was trying to block it, it out. out. The Korean guy, the Taiwan. Everyone was blocking it. There out. was no vocals. It wasn't. Yeah, hey, man, I'm drunk. Could you let me in? It was just banging on the door. Then the next time it was only ten times louder. Yeah. And then it was again. It was almost off the hinges, banging light, with no words. The light was flipped off. The light was going on. The light was going off. Yeah, light turning lights on, on and off. Light was going off. Basically, just annoying everybody in the room. Oh, and so God. he he. Then I hear gurgling outside the door, and then I I can only imagine that he painted the entire area on the other side of that door, mm. which is thank God we didn't open the door for him because that would have been inside. Well, I did open the door for him after eventually. he puked. After he puked. After he puked. After he puked. 
So yeah, the French guy stumbled the bed and wakes us all up and then opens the curtains, closes the curtains. He opened the window and closed the window several times yeah, throughout the night. I don't know if I you noticed, remember that. I kind of noticed that. And one of the things we did not mention, even before this whole encounter, the Taiwanese guy, the guy who hit on me, was sleeping and the French oh, yeah, guy yeah, is yeah. looking for a cigarette. So he comes up and he starts hitting the Taiwanese guy. When did that happen? Uh like right when I went to bed, like one okay. o'clock. Okay. He starts hitting him and says, hey man, you got a cigarette? And he jumps in this guy's bed and they're wrestling around. They aye, both aye, stumble aye. outside drunk together the to unicorn. smoke cigarettes. And I just, what the hell's going on here? The unicorn. And uh, he starts talking to me and we're like just chit-chatting, you know? And I go, I, I do, guys, I was just done. You know, I almost got raped. I just want to go to bed. And I say, have you met Matt? Have you met my I remember friend, this part. Matt? And I, I, sorry, guys, I probably sound like a, a it jerk was, of a friend. It, it, was, it wasn't guys, jerky. It was just this jokey, you know? Was on me. I was yeah, yeah, say, yeah. You got to divert it. I was ready and to kind of. He, he looks over at Matt and he just looks, yes, but I'm scared of him. I, that's a terrible <laughs> French accent. But, but Ryan's very good at the accents. Oh, my God. Okay, what, what did he say? He said, he said, uh, I, I I am afraid of him. Mine yeah. is Max. Basically, apparently. he said yes. I met him, but I'm very afraid of him. And Matt just has this intense. Stare. I was like, if you're gonna be afraid, I'm gonna play the fear card really strong. And I just kind of glared at him. Matt tends to strike fear in some of the places we. I'm outgoing. Into. I'm outgoing, and some people can't you got take very that. Sharp features, and you come in with a powerful and I got presence. A, you got a loud a voice, beard, and, and you just stare at people and you <laughs> beady speak eyes to them. Yeah. You know what? It him. was that moment. Like like Ryan's a good looking guy. Uh, he's he's a little younger than me. He's got a full head hair which goddamn i wish i had and he's going around the world you know and all the girls are looking at him and i sometimes feel a little a little like the side seat rider and at this moment in time i was like hey i'm not that disappointed to be the side seat rider well, on this one <laughs> we, we've met some people who like the maddie they, well they you like, know, they yeah, like yeah they it's, like the it's big an acquired dude. taste they like the big dude that's why there's types for everyone yeah so uh okay so we went to bed yeah and then what time did we wake if up you could call that going to bed i mean i we woke up and we just looked at each other. Matt's like, you want to get out of here, right? I'm like, well, what woke right. us up? Uh, the fuck? The phone alarm. Oh, my God. So we wake up at like, what time? was Seven something? I don't know. It was early, considering that we went to bed at four. Yeah. And we hear beep, 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 beep the sound of the phone over and over for 30 seconds. Snooze, then like 40 seconds. Then alarm. Sn snooze, alarm. Snooze, snooze alarm. alarm. Over and over. And... And I'm like, I, I say, and everyone's in the room and we're all ignoring this just like the night. And of course I say, whose Who's alarm is, is that? that? You know, I mean, are we all just going to ignore the asshole? I'm sorry for, uh, excuse my <laughs> no, language. No, it's okay. It's I think this is acceptable. I like French people, but this guy, it was him again. It was him. And he knew it. And I saw him pull it out and just snooze it again. And then when we woke up, finally, what, what did he say? Hey, uh, what are you going for breakfast? Like suddenly, up. like he didn't even realize that he just ruined all of our nights. He was absolutely oblivious. Totally oblivious. I felt bad. Well, I felt bad about leaving, not because of the French guy, but because the staff there were actually really, really friendly. They I were. Walked in they and were. These girls are just so nice. And they you put, want some they put cantaloupe fruit or something? From their hand directly into my <laughs> mouth and give me this look that says, you need to stay in this hostel. Uh, and, yeah. And, but I just couldn't. I yeah, need, yeah. I needed yeah. some sleep. Thank God we did. Because the I next did. hostel we went to is probably one of my favorite hostels ever <gasps> the Box Design the box Hotel. Design, yeah. 
and we had a floor to ourselves that was brand spanking new. I don't think anybody knew that there was a hostel style. I think they thought of that place as a hotel only. Well, it wasn't on Hostel World, but it was technically it had a whole backpacker wing to it. Yeah. Which we had to ourselves. We had like four showers, three toilets with their own like thing at a whole shower area. We had a f- bunch of bunk beds. We had a little office area with, with coffee, all the water you can drink, a beanbag chair. <laughs> Ryan's dancing. He's feeling it. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we bought rum and Coke. We were brought whiskey it, yeah. and Coke. We're, we're making drinks. I'm putting the UFC on a big screen TV. We were, I'm getting the work done. Oh, it was fantastic. We were having fun. It felt like a uh, like. It was Jayo World Tour headquarters. Except that it was a little quiet because it was only me and you. Yeah. So yeah. That, that was kind of a weird It thing. was weird. It it's, was like we had our own private it's dorm. It's one thing to have your own private room, but it was like we had our own private wing. Yeah. It was a very strange feeling yeah. sometimes. Uh, and Which is funny because no one was there up until Saturday, right? Yeah. And then we had to book a actual room because that was when it filled up. And it mm. filled up to the brim and we had to move to a room, which yeah. which wasn't that bad either. But And it was right next to the uh, um, street market. It was right? right next to a street market that had every type of food. There were so many friendly people and it was... The, just It was the perfect location. Yeah. Ryan and I actually made a video of the... Uh, the market, and you could see it on... Uh, we'll put a link in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, it was, yeah. you know, just, you know, we did that. I thought that came out really nice. We did that only with phones. You know, that was an experiment, actually. Um, Matt just said, I'm going to make a video with my iPhone, and I'm going to edit it with my iPhone. And he did the whole thing Yeah, within a relatively short amount of time while I'm eating, drinking beer, <laughs> as usual. And I liked it. And some of you guys out there on Facebook said you couldn't even notice the difference between the iPhone quality and the big dog, Canon Mark D 5D 5 Mark XC, III, yeah, yeah. you know, so yeah. that kind of led up to your decision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I left right now, as far as load goes, oh, I am major camera short. I am did not bring the big 5D Mark III, the lenses, the tripod, a bunch of heavy things because I wanted to lighten up the load. And so when we came back to Ningbo to, to, to move out to, to where we are today... Uh, I had to make some big decisions and I decided to let go of some of the things that I cherish like the most. I was surprised because you asked me and I was, I was on the fence and I said, yeah. well, I said, what do you, cause I like it, you know, and I want to make the best quality product that we can make the best quality video. I want to share with as crystal clear yeah, vision as vivid. we can. And you, you weren't on the fence. You were strongly leaning towards leaving it. So I was surprised. Well, like I had said earlier, we called it a week early. I was supposed to give three weeks of rest. And I said, uh, why don't we call it two weeks? And in doing so, I put myself, I feel like at a little bit of a, a little bit of a, okay, because I'm cutting it short, I've got to cut weight because I'm going to get on the road earlier and I want to give my knee time to heal. So I'm like, mm. I got to go extra, extra right. lighter because I don't want to put strain on you carrying extra weight. And I don't want to put strain on me carrying any of the weight I was carrying before. So I said, uh, the big camera is going to be have to be one that goes. It's just amazing, guys. And there's no wrong way to travel, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I know some people are very strongly geared towards ultralight. Some people like to have a lot of gear. I think it's all good. It's all good. With all of the cameras, with all the bells and whistles, there's so many elements that you can add to a trip. But like today, when I had zero cameras and I had zero bags, I was just able to enjoy the ride. Yeah. So 
it all balances out, you know? Do you wanna do you wanna capture it? Do you wanna have lots of toys? Or do you wanna just enjoy the ride? And yeah. they're both they're two great ways to go. They're two great ways. You know, I like you know, them both. You know what we could do is we we can go to places and then satellite out and do bike trips away from those places fully unloaded. I was thinking because yesterday when we walked around fooding, it was all right, but riding around yeah, fooding yeah. was a lot more fun. Totally, totally. Oh my god. Oh yeah, how was how was it like riding around? Did you get a lot of people like looking at you? And well, I mean, so so I go to six different locations wow. on Baidu Maps, which is the Chinese version, and these are small bike shops that are in the middle of nowhere neighborhoods. So I'm going down these small these small Chinese alleyways, alleyways right? where sparks are flying from machine shops <laughs> and vegetables are dropping to the ground, and I I and I've got these blinky lights on this strange three wheel yeah, contraption, like a space machine, and it was it was so much fun, dude. Yeah. It was so much fun. It was the most fun I've had in fooding. Yeah. Well, we've only been to fooding a couple of days, so. Yeah, but actually coming into fooding last night was. That was fun. Because we went, how fast did we go down that mountain? I was 67 kilometers an hour. So I was probably 10 below, 15 below. Yeah. And we came down an extremely cold, dark mountain into uh. lights and civilization. And we ride in and immediately we just get a fanboys cruising yeah, around with yeah. us on e-bikes and taking our pictures and they guide us to the hotel and we get surrounded by a group of friendly people. And you could put that video yeah, in the yeah, notes yeah, yeah. if you guys are curious what it's like uh, to I just uploaded in a city yeah. um, on a three-wheeled recumbent Ted. Yeah. You got to get used to it. It's kind of like, uh, not celebrity status, but sort of like celebrity status. You're, you're riding something nobody's ever seen before, so they want to capture it. When say get used to it, it, really, you have to get used to it, because if you're shy, it's, it might it might be a little much for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, if you want to get over your shyness, I highly recommend you get, get a, a trike. recumbent trike <laughs> and a ride around China, yeah. because you will get over that shyness very quickly. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So, um... You ready to go tomorrow? Uh, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I'm nervous. We, yeah. I'm nervous about your tire. Well, I'm, I'm just going with the flow on this one. So I've got the detonator. It's, <laughs> it's got a slow leak. I've got two patches on it and I got a patch kit. So I don't know what's going to happen, guys. I'm just going to carry my pump with me and I'm going to try to make it up the mountains. And, you know, God willing, I'm going to get to uh, Fuzhou. Yeah. Yeah. Say oh, a prayer maybe, for me. Yeah. Say a prayer for me, too. Oh, uh, by the way, thank you to Mr. Dom, who sent me a beautiful travel charm. It's a St. Christopher medallion that I've put on my trike. It's uh, St. Christopher, I did not know this, is the patron's, patron saint of, of travel. Yeah, wow. And he took one with him throughout his career in the Air Force. So, Yeah, he you. sent us a package uh, that arrived in Ningbo just before we had uh, arrived from Taiwan and mm -hmm. to go to here. And it perfect timing because he had told me, he's like, are you going to be able to get this package? Yeah. And so he sent me one and you one, and uh, uh, we're riding one with them on our trikes. close to me. Thank you we very much, We are blessed. Sir. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully it'll do, do a little bit better for us as we well, continue it, into the mountains. Technically it was on my trike. Yeah. The it was on, happened, yeah. But I'm not going to blame it on St. Christopher. No, know, it's so not his don't fault. Worry. It, it was our fault for buying detonators. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't tempt God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, tomorrow we'll head off into the, uh, into the mountainous regions heading to, uh, Fuzhou. Yeah, I don't gonna, think we're going to get quite to Fujo yet. I think it's going to It's going to be a few days. Fujo's about 300 kilometers. We're planning to get there uh, within five or six days. If it takes seven days, that's okay. It's going to be some beautiful downhills with some arduous uphills. The down, I like the uphills. Guys, I'm all about the uphills. It's the downhills that are 
so much fun. But guys, if you're like me and once you start getting past 40 kilometers an hour and you start to get those spine tingly uh, jolts of energy shooting through your system. Whew. And Matt, you just, you just take off, man. I am so impressed. Shelly, Shelly Stransoner, thank you so much for your flag and everything. And guys at T-Cycle, thank you so much. I was riding down that, that really steep one today. And the flag that's off of my trailer that sits up about seven feet, seven, I don't know, it's tall. Yours is a little, yours yeah, is probably about tall. six feet. Mine's yeah. probably about seven. Was basically perpendicular to the road. Because I was going so fast that it was just stretched to the max and uh your flag just flew right off i had to stop just come to a stop run back in the road pick it up uh, guys if you could imagine flying down a chinese mountain in the dark you have no idea where this road is going <laughs> to take you and you are just you your light and the road it is and you're six inches above the the, the, the pavement. I mean, you're and, really and low when you're like me and you're on a chinese trident <laughs> I mean, we're with parts falling off and you got a detonator on the back. You know, it's it's a it's a terrifying, uh, you know, feeling. It's it's quite an experience. But I, I kind of felt like Frodo going through the caverns with uh, Sting kind of lighting yeah, the way. Lighting the know? way. So, well, you got a better light now. I, I mean, have, oh, that light. That light is that good. Light, right? I'm so glad I dropped 60 bucks on that. What's the name of it? What kind of light? Is it? Um, Do you remember? I don't know. But guys, it is a fantastic light. I'll, I'll put, yeah, that put a on, picture of it. Yeah. So, so uh, wish us luck yeah. as we embark southern southward towards uh, parts unknown. Yep, sounds good. Jayo, Jayo, guys, take it easy.